Welcome to Coach Radio International, the world's largest platform for the coaching and personal development world. And here's your host, executive coach and owner of CoachCertifications.com, Audrey Beach. Hello, and welcome to Coach Radio International. And Coach Radio International is the world's largest platform for the coaching and personal development world. I'm Audrey Beach, and I'm an executive coach, and I'm also a principal of CoachCertifications.com. And for those of you who don't know about CoachCertifications.com, we are an online community of coach certification programs. And it is there that students and coaches can review, compare, and select their programs all in one place. Um, Today, I am so excited because we have Bob Hughes with us. He is the Managing Director Europe and Global Chairman for the Fortin Group. And Bob is not only a professional certified coach by the International Coach Federation, but he is also a significantly experienced leadership coach and a consultant. He has had an enormously successful track record in leadership, um, people motivation, and project delivery for over 30 years. Now, I have to add in, Bob, because there was so much I found that I could really say about you. Um, We're going to talk about uh, coach certifications today, and you are the co-founder of the Fortin Group's Professional Leadership Coaching Certification Program. And you are also Fortin's Director of Training and Faculty Leader. So I was thinking, who better could I have on this call today um, to talk about uh, the coach certification process? So first of all, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, I think the listeners are going to be very excited about what you have to contribute. Thank you so much. You're very kind. Thank you. I look forward to the conversation. And uh, I think you're doing great work there in trying to get all this information in one place. So so, so well done you for, for kicking this off. <laughs> well, thank you for that. As you know, we're new and we're learning a lot in our journey, but we are definitely expanding. Um, and our a goal, as you know, Bob, is to have a global presence. And so thank you for your support. What I, what I want to start out with is I want to give our, our listeners a better understanding of Fortin. And so what inspired you, Bob, to start the, the Fortin coach training programs? Well, I was um, at the time uh, running uh, a, a group of about 200 people, IT software engineers um, in a large uh, UK, well, international organization. And I thought it was only fair on them that I discovered something about leadership rather than just being a project manager. And so I went off and did some research and discovered this thing called coaching way back at the end of the last century. (laughs) You're not that old, Bob. I know you're not. (laughs) It was 1999, I think, when I started out. So so I went on a coach training course, and I thought, I'd love to bring this back into my organization because I can see all the parallels there are between great leadership and a coach approach. But I knew that the programs that were around at the time, I'd find it hard to to, to sell them into a hard-nosed, you know, engineering background um, in the IT industry was. And I also figured, you know, actually, um, whilst leadership is implicit in many coach training programs, I wanted it to be explicit. Uh And and so I wanted to bring coach training uh, with a leadership and management focus into the world, both for coaches who wanted to be working with leaders and managers, and also for leaders who wanted to be more coach-like yes. in their approach. Yes, yes. I've yes. seen, you know, the world, the world of work is changing so fast mm-hmm. that the way that leaders work with people has to change. The old-fashioned command and control approach that was right in the 19th century just doesn't work in today's yes. knowledge-based creativity um, kind of economy. And so leadership has to change. And I believe yeah. coaching is core to that. Yes. Yes. Well, that that's a, a, an excellent point. And so what I heard you say is you didn't want to just bring leader, you just didn't want to bring coaching to the leaders in management, but you wanted to bring it to the leaders who would be coaching. 
And, and so tell me more about that. Uh, you know, what, what, what made your journey to do that someone you somewhat unique for your audience? Well, I guess it's because I went back to first principles when creating this course and I, I um, co-designed it with a, with a super uh, coach, a trainer who'd had many years experience of coach training, but also had a business background. Mm-hmm. And we went back mm-hmm. to first principles and said, look, um, what's coaching all about mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what's leadership and management all about? And how can mm-hmm. we meld those two fields together to create this new, what we figure at the time was probably the first um, coach training program that had leadership at its core as well mm-hmm. as the principles mm-hmm. of coaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just saw the the need for that in the world, as I say, because of the, the shifting nature of, um, of employment. Um, I know that leaders who are more coach-like create better results. They have more engaged people. Yeah. And so, 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 you know, leaders who can take on those principles is great. But also professional coaches who want to work with leaders to make them more successful yeah. have to understand the new world of work and the new ways that we can coach those leaders. Yeah. Yes. And then also, you know, and I hear what you're saying because being an executive coach myself and working in many um, corporations and universities and hospital systems. Um, I hear what you're saying about the style of leading today and how it has evolved. And additionally, we're dealing with different generations, aren't we? Um, oh, yes. Goodness, yes. And and you know, as as ever, we can't make assumptions that uh, that that the what's right for one generation will be right for the next. But equally, that everybody in that same generation will be the same. You know, yes. we talk about Gen X and Gen Y, and actually, we're just you know seven billion human beings on the planet, all of whom operate differently. <laughs> so. Well, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think when you think about how people learn. Um, at least my experience, um, as you say, we're all different, but wow, some of those events that help shape us, um, certainly, certainly influenced how we like to learn. Um, well, sure. you know, one of the things, Bob, in, in thinking about your contributions and your role and your experience, um, I want to get to some of the real meat of our, our topic today because I'm very, sure that our listeners are going to be hungry to hear what you say. Um, If you were talking to coaching students today about seeking a coach certification training program, what would be some of the most critical factors that you would advise they consider? Well, you just mentioned one of them straight away, which is about learning style. Um, so, for example, uh, the Fortin Group do programs that are both face-to-face in classrooms, and we have a whole virtual track, which is the same program but through a series of webinars. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. for, so so look at look at what works for you, yes. and then go look at the providers that that, that deliver that. that. Yes. I think the other thing, and this is this is sort of like a one of the things I've noticed as the difference between um, North America and uh, the UK and possibly the rest of Europe is mm-hmm. in the UK we tend towards more of an academic uh, approach to coach training, mm-hmm. whereas in the North American end it's more at the practical end. Oh, we're trying, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we we see a lot of qualifications in the UK which have, which are very rigorous, very, you know, excellent uh, yeah. background yeah. and very academic. Um, so, again, it's like, what's your preferred style of learning? Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. And um, I'm curious, what do you think about that? I mean, obviously, you live in the UK, but but do you think there should be more of a melding of those two? Well, I think it's what we've tried to do, and I know many other you know, great coach training programs do this as well, which is, you know, we have loads of research that underpins the models uh, yeah. that we use. Um, so there's the academic rigor to create the program. Right. But I don't, I don't believe, I mean, clearly it's a topic where you need practice. You can't learn hmm. to coach without practice. And yeah. it, concerns me when I, it concerns me when I see some coach training programs or some university qualifications where you can get the qualification with very little practical experience yes so, yes. so I, would, I would encourage people to look for um, 
you know, ways to get that practical experience. If you choose the academic route, great, but make sure you've got the opportunity to do loads right. of practice, you know. Right. Now, now getting back then to your professional leadership coaching, um, uh, or uh, the title of your course is called Professional Leadership Coaching, I believe. Um, what, what do you do in that course to provide that practical experience? Or can you? Is there well, a, an interning kind of a experience for the, the student or? Yeah, I mean, during, during the program itself, in the, the, the in-person element, we make sure we don't use role play. Yeah. So everything. Oh, interesting. Is, yeah. Well, I mean, role play has a, has a play, a, a role in, <laughs> has a role. Role play has value in some training programs. I don't believe it works so well in this kind of stuff where you really have to get into the bones, into the, yes, um, yes. You know, in, into your own beliefs and values. So we don't use role play. So there's lots of practical examples. You learn by being coached about yourself. And oh, then, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, so it makes it real for you. Yes. Yes. The second thing is, you know, we encourage, as do many programs, we encourage the, the, the sort of setting up a, a support group, so peer coaching from mm -hmm. the students that are there. Mm -hmm. And also mm -hmm. um, through follow-on um, telephone conference line calls, mm -hmm. we, we discuss the learning. So we're doing supervision constantly through the program mm -hmm. and encouraging people to go practice and, uh, and learn with each other. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and so I, I want to back up just for a moment because um, everything you're saying is so um, valuable for the coaching student or coaches looking to enhance their credentials. But I think this point you made about getting into, as you said, at the bones, um, but it's really about learning who you are. And I think that's important as a coach. It's who am I and how do I come at this? in a coaching relationship. I, I'm glad to hear you say that because personally, I think that's overlooked sometimes. The, the focus many times is more outside of oneself instead of also looking at yourself, the coach. Um, so so kudos on that. I think that's significant. I, I like the idea of the support group, the peer and the phone. And then in your training, how much does a student um, get support and feedback from the the teacher like yourself or other mentors that are professional coaches well two things i i i want to just pick up on what you just said there about okay, the, great. you know as well and then we'll come back to that sure because i think there's something you're right there's something really important and and it's a bit of a cliche but it's sort of the doing of coaching versus the being of coaching yes yes and interestingly we draw the same parallel in the leadership in the leaders that we work with uh -huh. you know you can you can just do something but uh -huh. as a leader to be successful you have to truly you know be that leader be be the change you want to see as gandhi yeah. said you know you, yes you, yes. Have, you have to live it and and i think this is also a distinction between different styles of coaching where you know there's nothing wrong with what we call performance coaching you know people taking action now i can i can bully you i can cajole you i can persuade you i can coach you into taking action right. but if you don't if you don't learn through that process of of action then yeah. it will be a waste of time. It'll be a short-term yes. fix. Yeah. And the learning goes to the to the being of coaching and the action goes to the doing of coaching. I think. Yes, yeah. So, That's an excellent so, point. Excellent point. Right. And then you asked me a question about the support that people get. Yes. Well, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is having relatively small class sizes. Uh -huh. And the advantage of that is, and we usually double up with the facilitators. Mm -hmm. So the advantage of that is that when the students are practicing in twos or in threes, there's, there's always some time when one of the facilitators will be in there with them. I see. Um, because it's great to get feedback from your colleagues. If you're a fellow student, that's yes. great. Yes. But the real value comes from you know the more experienced uh, facilitators who who are there. Yeah, yes. And when you say small class size, uh, just give me an idea. It doesn't have to be um, exact, but what's the average number of students you have in your classes? We try to keep them between six and twelve. Wow, that is excellent. 
I love hearing that. I love hearing that smaller group like that. I, I thought if you said 24 or something, I was going to say, wow, that's huge. You know, no, I love we, that. We did yes. have one corporate client, though, who said, could you do it with 72 people? And I said, well, oh, I could. Yep. You know, it, it won't be the greatest experience. You might save yes. a bit of money, but we'll do it. And so we yes. ran an, a, a two-day introductory course for 72 people with six facilitators. And, yes. and yes. we made it work. Right. But the real... The, the, the depth of learning comes from those small Right. Groups. And I also think, if you don't mind me saying so, having trained um, in the corporate world for years myself at one point, I think you did the right thing by having a lot of facilitators because yes. you didn't have 72 people with two, two facilitators. You made sure <laughs> that those facilitators could be actually observing and, and walking around and providing the focus um, you know, in that class. But it's, as you say, sometimes we have to do those things for our customers. So we try to do the highest quality that we can do. Um, well, Bob, again, Bob, getting back to your your vast knowledge and, and skill and expertise in this whole coach training arena, if you were talking to a coaching student, what key topic areas do you believe, Bob, should be included in a coach certification program well i think you know, whichever um accrediting body that school is affiliated to yes will, yes will have will have coaching competencies and clearly that needs to be um you know they, they need to be addressed right but also then the specialism of that particular coaching area so for example with us we spend time talking about leadership you know you yes, learn yes, stuff yes. around leadership when you come yes. on our programs as well right, as coaching right right so if you're doing you know if you're doing um, different styles of coaching that has to be that has to be in there yeah. but i think this you know this core stuff about um you know what's the what's the model that you're doing here what skills you're applying um in our world the the the, the two things that are just a little different i'm not saying they're unique but a little different is we have a series of underlying principles and it comes back to this who are you being yes, when you are yes. being a coach you know yes. so so obviously, you know, questioning, key skill in any coach program. Yeah. But but what's my intention when I'm asking that question? Who right. am I being when I ask that question? Yeah. The skill of the skill of questioning, if I'm I used to do a lot of interviewing, recruitment kind of yes. stuff. Yes. Well, yes. The, the purpose of the questioning there was to make the client the make the student feel uncomfortable and see if I could break them and see how they'd react react under pressure, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, oh, those well, were the those were the good old days, Bob. Hey, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if only oh. I'd known about coaching when I was doing oh. my recruitment. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, um, and of course that you know, that is not the role of the coach. And, yes. and so yes. it's so it's not just learning how to ask the questions, you know, simple techniques like, you know, yeah. avoid using why, you know, that's a classic one. Well, yeah. great. But it's back to your intention. And yeah. I think if you don't get to the core of who you are being as a coach, what yeah. your intention is, yeah. Yeah. then suffer. I, 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 I love that. I love that because you do not hear that very often. And that is that the coach or the coaching student in this case is shining the light back on who they are. Um, you know, in this moment, what is my intention? And um, when you really think about it, and you and I could have a, 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 a whole conversation on this probably for hours, and of course we don't have time to do that today, but I really think that oftentimes the 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 coach is is looking outside of themselves in that coaching relationship and they and they really need in my view as an executive coach and working with lots of leaders that that connection for every one of your coaching clients is unique who am i in this moment with this individual it it, it you're so intimate and attached in that moment you're so connected so i i love hearing you say that's a differentiator in what you do, and I, I have to say I don't hear it coming up a lot. So um, I really think that that is um, extraordinary. Um, let me ask you this, Bob, if we could shift for just a moment. It, you know, when students are out there looking at coaching programs, and you and I both know there are hundreds of them, um, and and I'm a, I'm a coaching student and I'm assessing a coaching program, what are some of the common mistakes you think coaching students make 
in that in that process. Okay. Well, one of the first things is, you know, is the coach is the coaching program accredited? Yes. Um, yes. Uh, you know, because that is critical. Now, there, there are some there are some great coaches out there yes. who aren't accredited. Yes. And there are some there are some rubbish yeah. coaches out there who are accredited. Right. Right. <laughs> but, That's right. But, that's right. <laughs> but if I was a if I was a company seeking um, to employ coaches, or if I was an individual looking for a coach, yeah. I think the first thing I'd be looking for is have they got an accreditation? Yeah. And 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 how how valid is that accreditation? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. how how well recognised is it? Yes. Yeah. I think the second thing is um, you know look at look at the price. I mean, uh, not not in terms of you know. The, um, to direct comparisons, but what's included in the price? You know, mm-hmm. does it mm-hmm. include the exam cost? Does it include the supervision cost? Does it include um, everything you need to get to get the qualification? Yeah. And if it doesn't, you know, watch out for what those extra costs are. I've seen, I've seen some. I'm not saying that people are being disingenuous, but I think you know, it's just, it's just we need to be sure yeah. that people get get all the information they need. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, you know, look at. Um, testimonials, and that I think is where your site does yeah. a great a great yeah. job of comparing and allowing people to to see um, to to see what else is other people think of the program. Right. We're always very we're always very happy for for um, potential students to go talk to anybody who's been through our program. Yeah. So you know, get some personal um, recommendations on the program. Right. right. We've had people join our program who started with other other programs and said, you know. Uh, it wasn't what it lived up to be, and we're really pleased yeah. that we switched. Now, you know, that's personal choice and all that, but you've got to do everything you can to discover whether the style is right, whether the people are right, whether the program's mm-hmm. right for you, mm-hmm. whether the focus mm-hmm. is right, before spending significant amount of money. Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 you are, you know, I just want to back up for a minute. Um, you are spot on about um, one of the things that we're doing on coachcertifications.com is adding those graduate of program reviews because we know that that students want to hear from real coaches um, and fit it. You know, who are the people who, who's going to be my teacher? You know, how do I feel about um, their philosophy about coaching? All of that is, is so important. And um, one of the, the um, I had an exchange on one of the LinkedIn groups about, um, the other point you brought up about, uh, you know, how can I enhance my training experience if my memory ser- serving me right? That was the question I asked. And I had the participation of a lot of coaches who, who brought up the point that you did. Um, and I'm going to use these words. You didn't, but it's what's the fine print. You know, yeah. how much does a program cost means everything. So yeah. when you put that number out there, and sometimes the coaching students don't know what to ask, or sometimes it's not published to the student. And then they're finding out that, oh my goodness, the fee did not include materials or, you know, or they didn't consider travel costs if there were one-on-one um, coaching opportunities. So I think that point you bring up about price, and I know some of the improvements, uh, we're on a continuing uh, journey to improve our resource coach certifications over time and that's one of the things that we are going to get to is is making sure that in that application process we can get some more of that information to put out there for students um that that's really good that's really good input um anything else on on mistakes coaches make or what they overlook in that process well, I think um, you know you, you're right about having those those conversations with somebody in the in the program. So we won't take somebody on our course if we don't think it's the right. Oh, program for excellent, them. excellent! That's so credible. That's so yeah. credible. It's like a relationship. You want it to work both ways. Absolutely, they have yeah. to. They have to get us. They have to understand us. We yeah. have to know that we're giving them value for money, and, and right. that's really really important. Right. right. I think the the other thing is, um, you know, what what else does that does that um, organisation do? So, mm-hmm. for example, you know, uh, if you want follow up uh, training in things like team coaching, increasingly we see people coming for, to us for coach supervision training. Yeah. You know, we train we train supervisors to supervise other coaches. Uh-huh. And 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 what do the what do the people the facilitators what else do they do? You know, I actually think I'm a better coach because I run coach training programs and I think I'm a better trainer because I have a big coaching 
uh, pool of coaching clients yeah. as well. Yeah. So you know what what real world experience do the people have right. who are training you? you right. Know? So right. check that kind of thing out. As well, well, that's excellent. That 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 has not been brought up before in my interviews, so I think that's really important um, and uh, will be interesting for the listeners to hear. I I hate to do this. We are. I mean, this is just a great dialogue. I mean, I'd love to continue talking with you, but we are going to have to wrap up today. And um, I just want to thank Bob. He's a very, very busy person and he's in demand. And I am so grateful that you were willing to spend time with us today. And I want to be sure to encourage our listeners to go to online, go to the Fortin Group, F-O-R-T-O-N, thefortongroup.com and I I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth Bob but I think you would be delighted to have people contact you and talk to them about your organization. Absolutely. Yes, yes. We 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 have to have those conversations to make that fit work for people. So we'd love to hear from people. Well, thank, thank you. Yes, go ahead. I was going to say thank you for um, for this opportunity to have the conversation. You're right. We could go on for a while. I, I think love we... it. I love it. So sometime <laughs> we'll, um, in the English way, we'll have a cup of tea. And Let's we'll, that we, we will, I was, I was over there uh, last year. And so, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can meet up sometime. But anyway, thank you so much for your time. And, and, and lastly, uh, coaching students, coaches, coaching schools, please be sure to visit us at coachcertifications.com. This is Audrey Beach and Bob Hughes signing off. Thank you. Today's interview is brought to you by Coach Radio International and presented to you by coachcertifications.com, the only global online community of accredited coaching programs where students and coaches can compare, research, and select training programs all in one place. Welcome to Coach Radio International, the world's largest platform for the coaching and personal development world. And here's your host, executive coach and owner of CoachCertifications.com, Audrey Beach. Hello and welcome to Coach Radio International. And uh, Coach Radio International is the world's largest platform for the coaching and personal development world. I'm Audrey Beach. I'm an executive coach and principal of CoachCertifications.com. And we are an online community of coach certification programs. And it is a place where coaching students and coaches can review, compare, and select their certification programs all in one place. So today, listeners, I am so excited because I have Dorothy Greenaway, who is co-principal of People Dynamics Learning Group. And I tell you, Dorothy, I looked at your bio and honestly, I didn't know where to start. There is so much I could say. So <laughs> it is all good stuff. And I think our listeners are going to be thrilled to hear what you say about the coach certification uh, topic today. But first, I do want to say just a few things about Dorothy. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Um. Dorothy is a master certified coach by the International Coach Federation. She also holds the registered corporate coach designation of the Worldwide Association of Business Coaches. She's a graduate of the Executive Coaching Institute. She studied with the Coach Training Institute, CTI. She's um, uh, studied with Newfield Network. And she has completed the Coactive Spaces Leadership Development Program. She is a coach, a consultant, and a facilitator in Canada, the U.S., Australia, and Europe. And Dorothy, you've been involved with coaching since 1997. You've been a senior executive, so you bring lots of experience and knowledge to the coaching arena. Thank you so much. Others might just say I'm old, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I wasn't going to say this, but evidently you and I have something in common. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm old too. No, wait, I'm seasoned. 
That's right. Okay. I season. like that season. Yes, I, li- yeah. I like that too. I like that too. So, well, I thought it would be fun to just jump right into the topic of coaching certification, but tell us first, what inspired you to um, start the People Dynamics Learning Group? Just tell us briefly, what inspired you to start that, that school and training program? Audrey, um, both my business partner, Melinda Sinclair, and myself had been involved with coach education before we started People Dynamics Learning and before we launched the Business Coaching Advantage program. And what we found in having designed previous coach training programs and cre- uh, certified certification programs and accredited programs um, which were generalist programs, we had an interest in developing a coaching program that was specifically intended for people who coach leaders in organizations, people who coach in business contexts. So what we said is um, because of our own leadership development and leadership coaching experience and our business and organizational focus, we really wanted to design a program specifically for people that wanted to coach in that context. So that's really what inspired us, is to go from having designed a generalist program to say, now we want to serve a particular market, and particularly people that are working with leaders and organizations, either as internal coaches, so that would be your HR partners, your organizational development consultants, your talent development specialists, your training specialists, people that are inside organizations that are tasked with coaching as part of their role, as well as for people who are external coaches who want to serve that particular population. Yes, yes. And and being an executive coach myself, who coaches leaders in organizations, and I focus in the business community, um, I can see where that would be very valuable. And you've been doing this since when? How long have you been doing this offering with People's Dynamics? With People's Dynamics Learning, we've been offering this program since about late 2011. Um, We got our Worldwide Association of Business Coaches Level 1 accreditation in October of 2013, but we'd been running the program inside several organizations previous to that. I see. And we'd actually also got ICFCCE, Continuing Education Credits for this program previous to that as well. But we really launched it as a tight, focused business coaching program to the public in October of 2013. Okay. Okay, good, good. And then, are uh, you know, are you getting good receptivity? Awesome, if I can awesome. say so myself. I love the word awesome. That's very American, Dorothy. Awesome. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. And just a sec, I'm going to say wow, too. Okay, good, good. We say a lot of wows and awesome over here, you know, but. Um, we've, been, yep. we've been receiving great, great oh, reception. That is, that is great news. That is great news. Now, I know that our listeners, which are literally all over the world, um, are going to appreciate that about the uniqueness of the program. I, in some of the organizations that I work within, um, there are internal coaches. I'm an external coach, but there are internal coaches coaching leaders. And it's good to know that this unique program exists and it has been designed for people like that. Um, One of the things that I wanted to jump in um, during this interview, jump in with you, is how how important, Dorothy, because a lot of our listeners are going to be coaches or coaching students, how important is it that a training program be accredited? So, Audrey, that's an interesting question. I'm going to come at it from a couple of angles. What's important about a coaching program is that it meets good standards for excellence in coaching. And typically what happens is when you align with an organization like the Worldwide Association of Business Coaches or the International Coach Federation, what you're doing is you're saying we meet those international standards of of, um, excellence. So if someone is looking for a program and, and wants to know it meets standards, then accreditation is a very good way for them to be able to see that. Um, so what's important is to have a really good program and a really good program quite often is best evidenced by having an accreditation or, an, or, or being accepted by an international body that's well regarded. Yes. So it's really about how do I make sure I'm getting good 
quality and that when I graduate from a program that I'm meeting international standards that are recognized beyond my neighborhood. Yes, yes. Well, and and thank you for that. And um, as you know, because you are one of the premier schools that are listed on coachcertifications.com, that was exactly one of the reasons we created that organization because we wanted to have a free online resource for coaching students and coaches that really did exactly what you said. Those courses on there, we know meet good standards. We know that their programs have thought about coaching competencies, have thought about the backgrounds of their instructors, their, their training, um, the ethics, the values. I could go on and on. But I, I think that is, you know, the coaching world has literally exploded and there are literally hundreds of coaching schools all over the world and hundreds of coaching programs. But to your point, how do we then in the industry make sure that when a coaching student is using Google, let's say, to search for a program, how do they know? And I think what you said is spot on. It's a way in which you can ensure that a program has been assessed and evaluated. Um, so I, I am very aligned with, with the answer you just provided um, to our listeners. Now, when you think about, let's, let's ask this question, Dorothy, because I think people are hungry for this information. Um, if you were advising a group of coaches to research a training program, what critical factors would you advise that students or coaches looking to enhance their credential would consider during that uh, that process? Audrey, I think um, what you're asking is, is a great question because, you know, there are lots of accredited programs as well. So what else besides having good standards of, of, of accreditation should uh, prospective students be looking at as they evaluate programs? I think one thing people need to be really clear on is who who am I interested in coaching and does the program really provide me with the contextual uh, framework, knowledge, skills and processes, etc. that align well with who I'm targeting to work with. So for example, as I said earlier, we target to support either internal or external, well both internal and external coaches. So one question if I were seeking out a program and I was one of those folks um, interested in coaching leaders and working with people in organizations is I'd want to know about what's the framework, what are some of the models and what are some of the key tools that the program uses so that I can see how does that align with my target market. So for example, we introduce a, a very robust framework or a way of thinking about coaching in this leadership business context that looks at all the different areas of expertise that we feel a coach needs to have in order for them to really serve their their leaders well. Mm-hmm. And so that they have, in a way, a place, a container, a framework, a way of thinking about what is the knowledge I already have? Because many people come to our program who have lots of experience in working in these various roles, some experience coaching, but are usually looking for a structure, a framework, a, a way of thinking about how do I do this in a more um, disciplined and focused way? Mm-hmm. You know, quite mm-hmm. often people come to us and say, well, I've been doing this for years but I've, I've kind of been doing it by the seat of my pants. Yes. And what a good coaching program, If it, when they're looking for a good coaching program, they should be looking for, how do I put what I already know in a frame that fits with now a coaching philosophy and approach? So yes. what's the philosophy? What's the approach? Where does my knowledge and wisdom fit? So if I am an OD consultant, for example, and I have good knowledge in change, change management, adult development theory, how does it link now with a coach approach? Right. Right. So so what you do in with your framework is you I'm paraphrasing back to you so I understand it correctly, but it's it's you offer that to coaching students to help them sort through whether or not that's the right best fit for them. Yes. And so in a way, what I would say is 
when we introduce a, a set of a framework, a set of coaching models and tools, one of the things we say is good for coaches, good for leaders. Yeah. Our program, you don't have to make a translation from coach speak, and I put coach speak in quotes. You can't see me, but I put little quotes <laughs> around that. Coach speak to leadership speak. In uh-huh. fact, our program speaks the language of leaders. Yeah. And so, again, if yeah. somebody wants to work in that context, then does the program really speak to the audience that they want to work yeah. with? Yes. I, w- I wonder, do you ever have people coming to you who haven't thought through that first step, which is who am I interested in coaching? Um, for the most part, people come to us because they know that we're a business coaching, a leadership coaching okay. program. Okay. So they're typically yeah. not, although some people will say, you know what, we, I've heard you're a great program. A friend of mine took it, thinks it's wonderful. And then they tell me a little bit about what they're interested in doing. And I kindly suggest another school because it's not suited for them. If they're interested in more personal coaching or if they're interested, and don't get me wrong, all coaching is personal, but if they're interested in more, um, you know, for example, the person that was coming to me came more around the, the spirituality coaching and, yeah. and yeah. Health, health and wellness. So it was not an area that's our central focus, although right. health and wellness is important for all leaders. So yes. if, if you know what I mean, just yes. make the, yes. the finer yes. distinctions about where do they really want to put their attention as a coach. Yes, yes. Well, and I, you know, uh, when I think about everything you're saying, I'm, I'm so connected to it because... Um, I can remember years ago, and, and my training has been with the Worldwide Association of Business Coaches, even though I've really been associated with the International Coach Federation for many years, and in fact, years ago, worked um, had the opportunity to work with even Thomas Lenter, Leonard directly, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the early days. Um, and I can remember, which, by the way, was what one of the uh, motivations to to start CoachCertifications.com was that I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I, I first have to think about the certifying body, you know, uh, wh- where do I best fit? And even though ICF offered much of the business, I felt like the Worldwide Association of Business Coaches was more for me because like you, I had been a former leader mm-hmm. um, years ago. So I it. Oh, I'm so excited about the framework and the tools and the model that you offer. And I would even like to learn more about that myself. Um, Getting back to this whole decision-making process for for coaching students and, and again, tapping into your vast um, knowledge about all of this and your experience, what would you say, Dorothy, that are some of the common areas that coaching students overlook when they, uh, th- when they are assessing coach training programs? Probably um, overlook maybe is an overstatement, but what I would say is um, a, a good researcher will not just ask, what do I get at the end? Yes. They'll also yes. ask the question of what is the learning experience like? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. our program is delivered both virtually, if you want to do the full program virtually, or it's delivered in a blended virtual and face-to-face combination. So a lot of learners really need to think, what's my best mode of learning? And then how do I make the best of the modes of learning? Yeah. But also, yeah. what's the learning experience from the perspective of who is my cohort that I'm going to learn with? The philis- philosophy of our program and our philosophy as learning is you learn as much from each other in the learning process as yeah. you do from the facilitators. Yes. Yes. So again, the question I'm, I'm always suggesting people ask when they say, how do I decide? Is I say, ask who you're going to be studying with. Ask who you're going to be learning with. What's the kind of person that is attracted to this kind of a program? And are they the kind of people that I can really engage in a learning process with, feel safe with, and really dig in and, and really gain wisdom from, from the broadest of sources? Yeah, yeah. So that's one thing I, I, I think sometimes I don't think about. Um, and and a, a similar, again, I was saying it, it's about context. What's the context in which you're going to be coaching? I think... Sometimes the um, the researchers could be a little bit more do a little bit more due diligence around 
who's going to be teaching the program, who are going to be my teachers in the program. So I spend many hours talking to prospective students, giving them a sense of who I am. we, We run free webinars to get people to experience us so that people aren't surprised when they, they meet us. Um, we're mm-hmm. down to earth, wonderful people and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But giving people a sense of who who's going to be with me in this journey and what do they believe in, what are their values, and how, and how do I align with those as well. Yeah. Coaching is a very personal business. So is coaching learning. It isn't just a professional development process. It's a personal development process. And really making a decision to be a partner in learning with somebody and with a group is a very personal decision. And so I'd want to make sure that I got to talk to some of the people that have taken the program mm-hmm. and that are teaching mm-hmm. in the program directly to get a sense of it. Right. Well, that that's just really good information. I, I, I want to back up just for a minute because your point about thinking about the learning experience for themselves, um, it's almost as if you're saying, take a snapshot of who you are. And what's important to you? How do you learn? Who who would you like to study with? Who are you attracted to? Um, I agree 100% with that. I think that is often missed. Um, it's not one size fit, fits all. Um, I, I think the values are important. I know for me, it was a combination of everything. I mean, it was, uh, it was a teleclass. It was one-on-one. It was working with the teachers, it was working with other coaches and building the relationship. So as you said, it's very personal. It's an intimate process and who you partner with is important. Now I'm, you know, they say you should never make an assumption. I'm thinking that with, if someone chooses just virtual um, as a method with your organization, then I would imagine you're also spending time with them on the phone a lot up front as they're sorting through that process. Absolutely. That's a good assumption, Audrey, but I'm glad we said it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Well, that, uh, you know, even with a virtual program, you can make it very personal by the, your group size. Yes. um, And by the platform you use and the, the amount of interaction and possible as a result of the program. So, Personal, interactive, deep learning, these are all parts of what we integrate into our program so that participants feel a part of a, of a, as you said, I loved your word, intimate learning community. Intimate, yes, yes. I, um, I just think that, that um, it's such an exciting experience and um, until you're really in it, um, you, you may not get the full benefit of understanding that, but it, it's just, it's almost like an awakening. Um, oh, I, I have one last question for you. Um, and then anything else you would like to say before we wrap up, what words of wisdom, Dorothy, would you like to leave your listeners today? Um, especially those who want to find the quote unquote right training program. What are your last words of wisdom here? Well, in many ways, Audrey, you pointed to some of the key ideas, which is do your due diligence. Yes. um, Which is really educate yourself about the profession, educate yourself about the different options, because there are many. And then I think my real word of wisdom is once you've educated your head, once you've educated your heart, then it's really a question of trusting your gut when you're talking to just, you know, it's, it's interesting when people contact me to be their coach, you know, I say, what's the process you need to go through to decide I'm the right person for you. I do the same thing with people that are coming to me to talk about coach training. What is it that you need to understand and know about me, us, our organization, the way we do business, the way we do learning that will help you see whether or not we're a good match for you. And then once they're well-educated and they've talked to other people and, and talked to students that have taken the program and so on. In the end, it's really a trust your gut. You know, you yeah. and I know that coaching is a lot about really that trust of oh. doing the work and then stepping into it. So yes. I would say it's, it's yeah. a parallel process. Trust your, do your, do the work, educate your heart, educate your mind, and then trust your gut to make a decision to commit. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad because I didn't think of it. I'm so glad you brought up those three areas 
um, the head, the heart, and the gut. I, 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 I believe it takes all three of those. <laughs> and sometimes we lead with the heart and forget about the head. And sometimes we lead with the head and forget about the heart. And then we don't think about what is my gut telling me? What read am I getting on this? So um, I couldn't agree with you more, Dorothy. Thank you so much for pointing all of that out. Um, anything else before we wrap up today? Well, in a way, it's a build on what you just said, which is that integration of the head, heart, mind, as well as yes. what's going on in the context, their own context, right. what, what their world yeah. needs. Um, and what I would say is one of the key tenets of our program is is this, this understanding that coaching happens at the intersection of the leader's inner world, how they think, yeah. feel, believe, their mindsets, their thoughts, even their state of being, and their outer world, which is what is expected of them, what is the, the environment, the context, both social and you know, political and social that they need to engage in what they need to do in the world. And so the coaching conversation happens at the intersection between those two. So yes. if somebody is really looking at what do I need to educate myself in to be a good coach in a business or leadership context? Yes, you need good coaching skills and processes. Yes, you need the competencies, but you also need to be able to really engage with leaders at that intersection of who they are, what makes them who they are, their inner world, and what they're being expected, what is expected of them and what they're um, stepping into from an, an outer world expectation. And yes. then the other expertise, which is how do you help them be the best learners, be resilient? How do you help them engage in the change process over time, the learning and change process over time? So those are yes. all areas of expertise that need to be developed to really be effective in coaching leaders. Wow. It just sounds so comprehensive and so thorough and 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 interesting. I, I'm really excited about your organization and what you're offering to coaching students. Um, uh, we we could probably talk for hours, Dorothy, but I am going to have to wrap up today. Um, I want to thank you so much for um, being willing to talk to us um, about this important topic. And for those of you, the coaching students or coaches looking to enhance your credentials, I want to encourage you to go to Dorothy and uh, Melinda's website, which is peopledynamicslearning.com. And please um, don't hesitate to have a conversation. Um, so thank you, Dorothy. Thank you for being here. Appreciate the opportunity, Audrey. Most grateful. You are very welcome. And this is um, Audrey Beach signing off. Um, coaching students, coaches, coaching schools, be sure to visit us at coachcertifications.com. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Today's interview is brought to you by Coach Radio International and presented to you by coachcertifications.com, the only global online community of accredited coaching programs where students and coaches can compare, research, and select training programs all in one place.